Listening to Broodlands. Merry Christmas, Dustin. Mark, you're not, not going to respond. Oh, Merry in kind? Christmas! Yeah, thank you, thank you. Happy Happy Holidays. Uh, no, I'm sir, a little more inclusive. In this country, as I've learned on Facebook today, we are supposed to be proud of saying Merry Christmas in the state of Texas. Uh, yeah. And if you're not, you're not a real Texan chair, if you agree. Well, and it is, uh, it is Trump's America, so That's true. Merry Christmas, Mark. Yeah, um, Merry Nazi-ness, Dustin. Um, so anyway. So, you know, another thing that uh, we can blame Trump for is he killed, we just found out breaking news here on uh, Sunday, on Christmas Day, George Michael died on Christmas Day. So we podcast on Christmas Day. That's right. That's how far we're going here. Now it's just a shorty. It's not a full on right. full alert podcast, but uh, right. we're breaking news to you four days or three days later when you're hearing this. <laughs> but we just learned the sad the sadness that uh, one time Dallas resident George Michael died peacefully at his home somewhere in the world. You got to have faith. Yes. And I was wondering if at his um, service, will the other guy from Wham get up and speak? And will they introduce him as the other guy? Will they wake him up before he go-goes? Well, they can't wake up now. Maybe they'll Bernie's him. Oh, yeah, true. That's how they'll wake him up. Maybe the next uh, Bernie's do the dance. sequel will be uh, a full music video starring the double-dead body of George Michael. They'll put him in a Choose Life shirt and really tight white pants and yeah. Bernie's him around. It'll be Andrew McCarthy on one side and other guy from Wham! on the other, puppeting <laughs> him around. And then other guy from Bernie's. <laughs> exactly. We'll be somewhere in the background. Other guy, then other guy from Wham and other guy from Bernie should form their own band. <laughs> they should. Just called The Other Guys. <laughs> right. And they only do cover songs about the Will Ferrell uh, movie, The Other Guys. Was that a Will Ferrell movie? Yeah. Wasn't that uh, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell where they were, it was like a comedy about cops called The Other Guys or The Other Guy? Uh, the Good Guys. Good had, Guys. Well, my... Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling. So you're totally messed up. You're thinking of Daddy's Home. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of the 2002 our 2010 action adventure comedy The Other Guys starring Will Ferrell oh, right. and Mark okay. Wahlberg, yes. Oh, okay. So well, I Will Ferrell Mark Wahlberg also did a more recent movie called Daddy's Home. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about my prime pristine joke covering the members of uh Weekend at Bernie's, The Other Guy from Wham and the movie The Other Guys. Comedy Gold, I'm going on tour. I'll see you next week at the Improv. Fair enough. I see Amex already sent you a sizable check here for your first installment on your Amex World That's right. Tour. All of ninety five dollars. <laughs> But uh, we're not here to talk about Amex bills or George Michael dying or how you need to choose life. We're right. here to talk about beer. And last week, we got a nice little Christmas present delivered to us. The uh, fine folks at Lakewood Brewing. Yes, we are the uh, unofficially official podcast <laughs> of Lakewood Brewing. And they sent us a bottle of uh, Tempest 2016. They don't want us to claim that we're official, but we're basically no, official. we're unofficially official. Yeah, we're basically Just, official. Despite the fact that they have an official podcast. Right. Uh, but uh, They're also official. We're both official. We decided to take a break from the holiday festivities. We had to come home and feed the dogs. and uh, Festivities. Festivities. And uh, we decided to throw down a little BBT here. Now, neither one of us have had the 2016 version yet. No, we and have not. I think we both uh, have one bottle of it. I have three bottles. Oh, wow. Gosh, look at Mark over there. I only have one, so I hadn't, hadn't had another uh, sip of this yet, or I probably would have busted one out if I had the... I don't know, glut that Mark has of three different bottles. I got, I got lucky one day. I got lucky, managed to find a, a stock. I, I don't remember where it was, but yeah. it wasn't at our secret spot that has now been not so secreted. And thanks for sharing, Mark. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Hey, I buy you all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you can at least tell me. I can go buy it myself. I don't remember. It was, I don't, don't remember. Ask me how I got it. I don't remember. This is, this is a fight for off here. So it is. This will make fights 2016. 
Yeah. The special edition that is also included in the Time Life special of all the comedy bits. <laughs> exactly. So this is their, uh, they make this uh, milk stout. It's an Imperial milk stout. They come out with every year. They age it in bourbon barrels. And uh, th- this is another version of their uh, other milk stout, uh, an Imperial milk stout called just the Temptress. The Temptress but, they always play with. Right. And That's the one they vary all the time. Yeah. It's a big champion of beers. We, of course, in our first episode, we covered the French Quarter Temptress. They've got the Mole Temptress. They've got the Sin Mint Temptress that tastes like uh, Thin Mint uh, Girl Scout cookies. They've got and Raspberry the raspberry Temptress. They do. And uh, so, yeah, it's their big. It's kind of like their Bourbon County, basically. Yeah, except they play with it more than... Yes. Yes, does. Yeah, yeah. They, they go, have a couple of variants, but uh, they have a liquid ra- does a lot of variants. Yeah, they have like a whole rainbow of uh, palettes, flavors, right. and literally colors too, because they're all different, widely different bottles. Right. I mean, the beer looks kind of the same. But. So they took a. I don't remember who they used yes last year for the barrels in 2015, which we did cover at the brewery, and I, um, but uh, this year they decided to use barrels from Breckenridge Distillery out of Colorado, and they aged it for about seven months, and they said that uh, we should expect notes of brown sugar, sweet oak, and honey. Sweet they, oak. They think it's one of their finest beers to date. Now, a little bit of marketing speak. I would hope they would be proud of this beer, and they would just say it's <laughs> absolute crap. Like, so, we went through a lot of effort, and this one's terrible. Yeah, but I'm expecting, based on the history of this beer, it's going to be really, really good. Sure. Yeah, I mean, last year's, that was that was a wonderful one. Uh, actually was able to get a few of those last year, so yeah. I did, did sample them throughout the year. And uh, I think it holds up really nicely compared to anything like a Bourbon County or any of those other big ones. You know, if you're not, if you're not privy to, uh, or you're not... Anywhere in the liquid distribution network, mm-hmm. uh, I think Bourbon County is probably a kind of a similar one. It's not the same, but you know, it's 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 in that ilk of uh, really good aged, uh, really nice imperial stouts. Yeah, I think the the main difference here is that uh, being a milk stout, it's going to have the uh, softness and the sweetness right. of that lactose coming in, which right. really rounds it out and adds a nice uh, like two thousand dollar calories of uh, sugar. Into sure, that, but uh, or just cal- not sugar, but calories. You know, because you drink beer to be healthy. Yeah, it's, I'm saying it's not a beer for the waistline. It's no Miller High Life, that's for sure. Right, exactly. Miller Ultra. Although if somebody could make a good tasting Miller High Life, that type of beer that was actually you know somewhat waistline friendly, I would certainly imbibe. Sure, but nobody seems to care about that because you get most of your flavor. You don't hear from about calories. it because no one creates it. I, I know exactly. Yeah. So they said uh, flavor wise, as I said, uh, brown sugar, sweet oak, honey. Other notes are uh, toffee caramel and naturally occurring vanilla. And uh, which all come out from the barrels themselves. And uh, this one is 11% alcohol, uh, 56 IBU, uh, got an original gravity of 1.091, 56 degrees Play-Doh, and is 100% barrel aged. Pairs well with English toffee, chocolate, lava cake, and hey now, lust. Hey now. Hey now. So I'm glad you did uh, bake a little nice lava uh, cake for us. And we, lava cake. And some toffee. And, yeah. uh, and look, there's always lust between the two of us. Well, yeah, of course. If we're in the room together, hey watch now. out. The uh, the tension is so thick, the sexual tension, you could cut it with a knife. And people have. <laughs> They've readily cleaved us cleaved tween with uh, their swords. <laughs> yes, it's strange. All right. So off the nose, it's definitely, uh, it's more bready than I remember it being last year. Definitely, it's got, it's even stronger than like a malt uh, note. It's like a, almost like a light banana bread or something. Yeah, it is, it is kind of bready and kind of banana bready. Um, Almost, which all, I'm with you. I didn't. I don't remember that from last year. I don't um, remember that being the case. I would say banana bre- bread or maybe rye. True. Uh, which banana bread, awesome, but not nearly as sweet as uh, as banana bread. It's somewhere between a rye and a banana bread. Banana bread, not a banana berry. <laughs> How awesome would it be if someone made a banana berry? Isn't a banana technically a berry? Is it? Hmm. I, I'd go look that up. That's under for science. science to answer. Slash science. But they, you know, the weird thing is in Hawaii they have that apple banana. Which True. I'm just totally blown away with. I don't understand how that happens. 
Of course, us being anti-fruit in this podcast, uh, I find that an evil experiment for which I should be brought up in charges no. uh, in international tribunals. We're pro-fruit. We just violate fruit. We destroy fruit and add well, it to things. you know, our, our, I'm just saying our, our distaste for them interacting with us at all. You probably really wanted to smash that combo. So you oh, could the apple it. banana. Yeah, I wanted to set. Yeah. I wanted to set the entire uh, apple banana plantation ablaze. Right. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely banana bread's a good description. With like a little bit of molasses on top, but it's to me it's somewhere between like a like a marble rye and a banana bread. I know that sounds weird because it's very distinct smells, but uh, there you go. That is very true. Now, looking at it, it is super thick, uh, really dark, uh, almost dark, almost all the way black. Yeah, and we are um, drinking this out of snifters, and uh, the head is retained quite nicely. <clears throat> yeah, very nicely. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't see any light uh, even around the rim. I mean, it's it's thick. No, it is. It is very very thick, and uh, lacing is very th- very thick as well. Oh, man, just like the, the lacing, rest of the beer. The lacing pretty much holds. Yeah, I mean, there's actually it's a fine coat with uh, not a lot of bubbles. Actually, normally yeah. in a lot of lacing, I'm sure you can get those giant that giant lacing, and this is very very thick. It is. It's very thick. It's like a pair of woolen hose or something that's about to you're about to get stuffed in your mouth. <laughs> Absolutely, someone has their way with you. Because in that lusty way, that's the way someone has a way with you. Yeah, well, makes total sense. Look, when you're at your parents' house, you want to keep it as quiet as possible. You don't want to give them an inclination, so you, you know, wad up a, a pair of dirty socks and stuff it in your lover's mouth, right? And just go at it, and you know, ram them into the headboard. <clears throat> but sometimes that's just pure fun. Well, yeah. Sometimes it's just yeah. you like to pretend. You need a little role play, sure, to keep things yeah. fresh in your life, right? Absolutely. Sometimes you like to pretend you're in your mom's house and it's Christmas, even though it's the middle of July. So taste. Woo. I think that's, it's still got that banana, it's got a banana bread quality to it, but it's not a bad thing. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's a little different than I remember last year. I, I think last year's was a little more molasses. Boozy. A little boozier. Yeah, this one's really smooth and kind of velvety. Um, and yeah, like you say, it's got like a, it's got an interesting, an interesting extra flavor. It, it is kind of banana bread, but it's not that sweet. Like, I think banana bread's a little sweeter than this. But it's got kind of that quality, like that bready quality. Yeah, um, it's, it's definitely holding on. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a lot more of a malt presence in it than uh, I remember in previous years. Yeah, and I wonder how that will even out over next year. And I guess I'll find out since I have you know three extra bottles. Right, exactly. And which I will not be sharing with you. <clears throat> of course not. You don't say on here uh, what type of malt they were using, but uh, not that we would know anyways because we're far from experts. But <laughs> definitely a lot more bready, like you said. Well, and we didn't know if they told us that banana nut, banana nut bread smell that. Uh, we smelled uh translated to taste for sure um uh, definitely a lot more birdie forward than than bourbon but i will say it does remind me of the sweeter bourbons which um i for me just if you're just drinking up straight up bourbon like a two stars it's like that is too sweet for me um i prefer a drier bourbon but i think for something that is a milk stout where you're expecting a sweeter more well-rounded palate i think it actually works yeah i would agree with that um i My- think I don't think it's dry at all, um, and like you say, I know you're not saying this was, but it's definitely not dry at all. No, no, I, I was um, saying, I was comparing it to two distinct styles of bourbon, where you have the drier bourbons, like I prefer, right. and two stars, which is extremely sweet, which I don't care for the sweeter bourbons, but in a milk stout, you expect it to be a sweeter beer, so I think it works. To me, it's a little too bready, uh, and, and like I think it's a little too much bread, a little too much malt, but it's a minor complaint, really. Uh yeah well like I said I I was agreeing I, I know you're not saying it's dry but th- it's definitely not no no what I'm um, not I'm not saying I'm not saying it's dry it's sweet um it does it's like a sweet bread flavor mm-hmm. uh, I, I would say that's the most prominent thing to say about it um it's smoother it, it's really smooth like I, I feel like it's velvety is the best description I can think of it's it's really smooth there's not 
any harsh booze. There's nothing nothing like that on it. Um, you know, in years past, I think it has been definitely boozier. Yeah, um, definitely. This is this is very different from last year's, from what I remember. Because um, last year was, like you said, boozy. And this one, I think almost it's so sweet yeah. compared to previous years, at least in my terrible memory, that I think it it's, it's definitely dipping a toe into the dessert beer category for me. Uh, yeah, which kind of makes sense that it would pair with a you know molten lava cake and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I I think that's they're definitely uh, dead on with that <laughs> with that assessment. Um, now I will say I don't know that it's exactly what I expected. I expected a little bit more uh, bourbon barrel flavor. I guess uh, I, I feel like that's I'm sure that affected this, but it's probably that's probably um, where a lot of it's coming from is <clears throat> using a different distillery. Whatever right. there, I don't know what Breckenridge bourbon tastes like sure but i'm guessing it's a re- as a result of that but you know it, this one is more similar it's not the same for sure but it's more similar to a regular temptress than this has been in years past i think agreed um Good which point. i don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing but because regular temperatures is fine there's nothing wrong with it um you know it, we've said before I, I prefer the variants uh to regular temptress generally um, but you know, regular temptress is a perfectly fine standard milk stout, mm-hmm. um, well, I, or a good base milk stout, I guess. And standard makes it sound well, I probably would, makes sounds like it's belittling so it a little bit. I think I think left hand's uh, milk stout, the regular, not the nitro, is a fine baseline milk stout. With the nitro being a notch above that, I actually think the regular temptress is better than both of those. But that's it's a good starting point, and then they've obviously explained it, exploded into some flavor rainbow um, as a result. Like I said, for me, I think they're a good they're a good starting milk stout, and I think that their variants are their variants are better than than their regular temptress for sure. Um, not again, that's not to say that the regular temptress is bad. It's just I, I, I enjoy what they do with the variants to add right. a lot of different stuff to it. Well, it's like um, me with uh, like sci-fi. I always love to see mm-hmm. like in the Marvel universe. I love the original characters, but I love it when they expanded into the multiverse and you get to see like Spider-Man with you know six arms. Yeah, or all the variants. I or in uh, Battlestar Galactica, for instance, you had the you had the Galactica, but then the Pegasus came along, and it was a better ship. Sure. It was a cooler, more well designed ship. So I always love the variants, and uh, I think that's I think that's true. That's just true for me in general. I love to see what they do once they achieve a certain style, and then they right. find more variation and and creation within that same flavor palette, and they make it something even better than what it was before. Right. So for me, like I say, the, the fact that I feel like this is more like the regular Temptress and. Um, you know, when I say it's a standard baseline milk stout for me, that doesn't mean that I think it's bad because I also think Left Hand's a good milk stout, quite honestly. I, um, so I, I actually like both of those, and I, I think they're kind of similar. They taste different, but I, I would put them kind of in a similar category. So for me, it's a little disappointing that this one isn't a little more different from the regular one than it is. But that being said, it is different enough for sure. Um, the, the breadiness is that that banana bread you know description we've given it a couple times is is definitely different um i feel like the finish is very similar to regular temptress though which has not been the case with bourbon barrel in the past um so for me i would say i don't i don't think it is quite as good as it was last year i'll put it that way um but it's still it's still a good beer i mean like i've said you're kind of once you were even talking about baseline temptress and uh, and you know just regular temptress, I guess I'll call it that, or the temptress variants, um, you know you're already talking about good solid beers that are very very drinkable and very 
if that's the if there are other milk stouts to go for, I still go for I would go for the regular temptress over most any other regular milk stout. Sure. Um you know, left hand nitro might be an exception to that. I mean there's yeah. there's a few. But yeah, I, so it's still very good, but I don't think it quite holds up to the caliber that I have it rated from last year. I still have a 2015 from last year. I know it has a year that it's aged, so it will be different than it was when I had it last year. But I would be kind of interested to kind of taste them uh, side by side, side by side, and just kind of see what the differences are. But my as my memory serves me, I think I preferred that one. Uh, but this one is still this one's still very good. Uh, I would give this one. Uh, man, I, I think I'm going to have to go four out of five. So as a note, I could be totally wrong and I probably am, but I think last year they aged it in Heaven's Hill barrels from out of uh, Kentucky. Uh, but I may be blowing smoke up yon butt uh, when I say that. But uh, I think that I think that it was Heaven's Hill. Research. Yeah, I think it was Heaven's Hill, but I, I may be completely wrong on that. But um, yeah, it's a very different beer from last year. Last year was a lot more boozy. I, I do remember that distinctly being uh, being the case. And uh, I don't I don't know if they intentionally changed barrels every year uh, just to try different things out, or if it's depending on the availability of barrels. I know that times in the past there's been barrel shortages, so you get what you get. So I don't know what the case is here with that. But it's uh, definitely dipping a, dipping a toe into the dessert beer category this year, because I guess because of those Breckenridge uh, distillery barrels. And it's definitely a lot more bready. Like I said, banana nut bread is what it reminds me of. Uh, that's probably those clovey, toffee characters all coming together to remind me of uh, banana nut bread. I really love the mouthfeel in this beer. I think this, to me, this is the best mouthfeel they've had on a uh, BBT yet because it's, I think it's so velvety. Like you said, it's like being in constant velvet. It's like uh, wearing a, one of those coats from the end of uh, white Christmas, the Bing Crosby coat. It it's is like very wearing, smooth. It's like being constant in Bing Crosby's arms being wrapped in a white Christmas coat. It's, it's a damn smooth, uh, maybe the best mouthfeel we've had in a long time in the show. I really like that. I think it's a, to me, for me, it's a little too bready. Um, it, and, uh, that might be some factor of the malt combining with those bourbon barrel flavors, but it's a little too bready for me. Um, but it's still really, really good. I mean, these are all like minor quibbles. I still really like it, but like, I think like, I still think I prefer the 2015 better. I think that might be my favorite one yet. I'm going to go with 4.25 out of five. All right. Well, this is uh, going to serve as your episode uh, for this week. Uh, we will get back to a full schedule next week. And our pal Stefan from Sweden is going to come on and uh, show us something fancy. Uh-oh. His uh, picnic pants. Hope everybody had a good Christmas. Hope you have a uh, safe New Year's. Don't drink your drive. Catch you guys next week for uh, yet another episode of Brew Bloods. Probst. Probst. <laughs> <laughs>